Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Film Review. Movies, music, culture, and whatever else comes to mind. Each week, the husband and wife team take you on a discussion on culture in movies, music, politics, and society. Brought to you by LordLandFilms.com. So get ready for this week's The Film Review. Hey, what's going on, people? What's going on, people? Do we have another great film review show for you? The Film Review. Movies, music, politics, and whatever else comes to mind. We are your hosts. We're the husband and wife team. I'm Crazy D. I'm Tracy. And we review culture and movies, music, politics, and society. And we have uh, two great ones for you today. The first is a sleeper, but it's doing very well in the box office. It's called Escape Room. And the second one is Michael Moore's 11-9 documentary. And we're going to get into it. But first, let's uh, take care of some business. This is brought to you by the Black Ice Chronicles, back in Cleveland DVD, available on hard copy on uh, lordlandfilms.com. Also, streaming on LordLandFilms.com, The Black Ice Chronicles, uh, Back in Cleveland DVD. That's one. And don't forget, the Film Review t-shirt, Black, the White Writing, available on LordLandFilms.com. Purchase it. You know, it's a donation. Help us uh, continue to bring you great reviews on the Film Review. So, I'm going to have my wife take over. She's going to give you a history of... Um, the history and the room. origin. Yeah, oh, that's right. Room. Go ahead. Here we go. Okay, so the movie The Escape Room, right? Um, first, it started off as a video game, and it still is a video game called Escape Game. And this game um, was created in 2004, titled Crimson Room. And in 2007, is when the concept was transformed into a live escape room. Both creators were created by a Japanese company. Japanese company called Scratch. They're the ones who transformed the video game into a concept. And the designer of the video games is Taagi. So what an escape room is, just in case you don't know, um, it's a room, it's an interactive room, right, where the game players are, they're trapped, and they interact. It's like it's a virtual environment, and they have to uncover clues and eventually escape the room, which is the ultimate goal. So the first time that I was aware about of this is um, on television. I saw it on uh, reality TV. And um, then I started noticing it, seeing it in the community, um, the different escape rooms um, in the area. One just opened up maybe about six or seven months ago um, from here. So, But after seeing this movie, I'm kind of leery of <laughs> going into, the, going escape into the escape room. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's talk about the cast of uh, escape room. Which is a very interesting cast. It's a uh, multicultural cast. It's not a diverse cast. 
It is a multicultural cast, and if you uh, watch our uh, review on the Equalizer 2, it tells you about the difference between diversity and um, multicultural. So it has a multicultural cast, so we're going to go through it, and it has as its main protagonist, it has a uh, female as the main protagonist, so we're going to get into that right now as I continue to spread this signal. So go ahead, let's tell them about it. The Escape Room, they had a really, really great uh, cast. Actually, um, the director is a part of the cast, Adam Robitaille, as well as uh, Deborah Ann Wool. We know her um, from Game of Thrones, um, Taylor Russell. Logan Miller and Jay Ellis, we know him from the HBO show uh, Insecure, as well as the TV show The Game. Um, Mike Dondi, Tyler Labine, they're all starring in the film. And um, what Escape Room is, is it's, uh, I would call it a, a suspense thriller. Um, and it yeah, 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 it's really not, thriller. it's really not like, horror. No. You know, it was explained to us as we were going into the theater that it was kind of like right. Saul. Right. But it's not exactly like Saul because well, we'll get into slightly that. Slightly different. It's slightly different. But in the same a, vein. It's more of a, a brain teaser and you have to try to go along and solve the mystery along with the uh, players that are in within the game itself. Right. Right. Because it is a game, but it's a uh, it's a game that's a deadly game. The game, yeah, deadly game of survival. Yeah, yeah, we, we will say that. Yeah, so the game, I mean, the game, the movie is it takes you on a ride. It's definitely um, entertaining because in every turn, because you're in an escape room and there's clues all around. And if you have a, a limited amount of time per room. So, you know, uh, we're not going to give the movie away, but, I mean, it's quite interesting. It's quite an interesting uh, movie, just to say the least about it. You know what I mean? What was interesting was to see um, these six strangers turn into, I don't know, it's like they turn into a family. Because during the adventure of literally like life and death, they all become close. And then you see them looking out for each other. And um, a lot of ups and downs because you become attached to different characters. And when you see something happen to each of them, you're like, oh, my God, you know. So it's worth Thing. Yeah, so it's definitely worth seeing. So we're going to go in and talk about the synopsis. I'm just uh, populating the show real quick, so we'll take a second here to finish this up, and then we'll get started going through the review, give you the uh, synopsis, give you the breakdown of what the uh, movie is about. I loved now, how the, yeah. in the, the intro of the movie, it gave you a taste of the background, or well, not the background, but Backstory. The backstory yeah. of um, each uh, person. Now, during the movie, you know, you learn the background of each person. Right. Um, 
So, but it was pretty good. The introduction was really good. It introduced you to a few of the characters in the beginning and their present um, everyday life. And then I'll get together in the skate room for what? Is it is it $10,000? Yeah, yeah, it's a ten thousand. If you can complete the escape room, right. it's a uh, ten thousand dollar reward. Yeah. I mean, a, a prize if you can do it, right? Right. And so this is what the the film's premise is, right? As it opens up the piece, okay. During the movie, I remember uh, whispering over to you and saying, "Okay, they can keep that ten thousand. It wasn't worth all of this." No, it wasn't. <laughs> like, she can keep the $10,000. Yeah, um, okay. So let's see. Um, so, yeah. All right. So it was a fun Saturday movie. Yeah, yeah, it's a fun Saturday movie. For people who did not see it, right. you need to go out and see this film. It's uh, very interesting. Um, Escape Room. All right. So the premise. You open up, you're introduced to a uh, young lady who is an introvert. She's introverted for some reason, but you don't know why she's introverted. And she's a college student, right? And she's very intelligent. She knows the answers to the questions in class. However, she wants to raise her hand, but she's hesitant and she decides not to. And the teacher who realizes that she's intelligent. Have you ever had a teacher in school that knows that you're very intelligent because you you score high on your test, but they just know that you're more introverted and more quiet and you're not one to necessarily outwardly speak? This is what they're showing you in the film. So, they they flush her out very well. Yeah. It, she's open. It opens up and it tells a story of her. It, it flushes her out uh, very well. So she's an introverted person. Hey, PJ. She's an introverted person. And let's see. Who is that? Also, uh, Getty. Getty Wright. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, chiming in, yeah. watching. Um, she's a very introverted person. And you don't know why. Right. But she's intelligent. She knows the answers to the questions before, yeah. even before the teacher asks. Yeah. And she just wants to get through college, yeah. it appears. Right. She doesn't take in any of the functions. Right. And she goes back to her dorm room. Yeah. We're talking about the room, the movie, The Skate Room. That's right, Skate Room, right. which is showing now, uh, which, who has, uh, which has a uh, black woman as the lead, the protagonist in the film, right? Okay. So she's introverted. She's, uh, she stays to herself. She has a roommate. The roommate wants to, wants her to go home with her because it's break time. Thanksgiving, yeah. and, and even the, uh, her, her professor says, why don't you do something over the holiday that, Will make that you are afraid of, right? You know, because life is not to be just closed in, right? But to uh, be lived. Yeah, something out of her comfort zone. That's right, and and, and no matter how guarded you try to be, life is still going to give you twists and turns. So you might as well live it. That's what he was saying to her, right? Yeah. So, 
uh, boxes delivered to her, and it's addressed as if it, it it comes from her teacher. It appears her her instructor. It appears and says. Uh, Experience life or broad life, something like that. Yeah, because each of the characters get a box from someone they know. From someone they know, and it it appears that they're inviting them to take on this particular adventure. Now, the box is kind of like um, I would kind of call it Pandora's box. Yeah. Once you open it up, you have started. You have began something. It's kind of like um. What's that movie? Hellraiser. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's a square. It's a square box. Right. And it seems like it has no way right. for it to open. It seems like right. it's just a box. And so, as each person is six person, six people. Right. As each person decides to try to figure out how to open the box, you're introduced to three main characters. Right. 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 You're introduced to three main characters. Uh, what's the young lady's name? The one, what from the Game of Thrones? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She she's the main. Uh, yep, Deborah Ann Wall. That's right. She's the protagonist. Right. And you're introduced to her. Right. And then you're also introduced to. To Jay Ellis from yeah. the Game and Insecure. That's right. Uh, you're introduced to him. And then we mentioned uh, Taylor Russell, who made the star of the film. So all three, um, Taylor Russell. Taylor Russell? Yeah. Oh, right, right. Yeah. That's, that's who I thought we were saying. Okay, so Taylor Russell right. is the protagonist. She's the main right. protagonist. Right. But then there's the, uh, what's the white guy's name? Because he's, he's the, those are the first okay. three characters that you're introduced to. You're introduced to the guy from off of uh, uh, Insecure. You're introduced to old girl from. Um, with the Game of no, no, no. You're not introduced to her. She does. She comes up. Oh, you talking about the order of appearance? That's the right. Thing? She she comes up as a secondary. She's okay. not a star. She's the main. Taylor Russell is the main star of the film. Right. Then you're introduced to Jay Ellis, right. and then you're introduced to Logan Miller. Those Deborah Ann will get paid the most though. I don't, I don't care how much she got paid. She Game was, of uh, Thrones. She she was a um, extra. They introduced her. I, I really I really remember her more from True Blood. I will remember her more from oh, True yeah. Blood. Right. She's from True Blood. She, okay. So I will okay. remember her more from True Blood. Okay. She was one of the uh, uh, fang bangers. Oh yeah, she was vampire. one of the vampires. Right. Right. So uh, right. She's the other redhead. Okay, not right, Game right. of Thrones, right. but. True right. Blood, HBO. Uh-huh. Right. Okay. So uh, Taylor Russell is the star, right? Right. Then Ellis, Jay Ellis, who is not only a uh, great dramatic actor, but he's also a comedian. Right. And then you're introduced to uh, Logan Miller's character. Right. Okay. So these three are the main three that you see, and then the secondary characters come in, which includes uh, old girl from True Blood. She's a secondary character, and she comes in, and she's uh, introduced along with uh, with uh, Nick, Danny, and uh, Tyler LaBen. Tyler LaBen. You're introduced to all those three. So it's six 
people who are biting to try to get the uh, $10,000, okay? So they, they all enter into this room. Right. And, but let, let me go back because I want to give you the full scope of the story. Without giving the film away. That's right. So um, Jay Ellis is a executive. Well, he's a trader. Right. He's a person who trades stocks and gives advice. He's like, right. if E.F. Hutton talks, right. then people listen. And that's what he is. And so when he gets his box, he believes that it's from one of his clients, uh, clients who uh, thank him for getting uh, such a great return on the investment, that it was a great lookout for the investment. So when he gets his box, that's who he thinks it's from. His uh, The uh, Logan Miller's character believes that it comes from his boss, right. who believes that he's not ready to uh, be a front-end person, that it's best for him to be at, in the back at a, at a bodega-type place. And he thinks he should place. interact with people. Yeah, like it's right. kind of like a bodega-type place, kind of right. like a sprout, yeah. and uh, he's like back in the doing the, putting right. the prices on cans and stuff right. instead of being up front. So he right. says, you're not ready, right. but he believes that he sent him this box, right. stock room, so that he can bitch around. He right. said, well, let me go ahead and take this, because obviously yeah. the boss knows what he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, the boss, you know, didn't he ask right. him about friends? Yeah, yeah, he said, don't you have friends? Right. And, then, you know, he has a uh, drinking problem, and, and it's uh, evident there in one of the scenes. And he says you have to do something But it comes more. in handy in one scene, you'll see. Yeah, yeah, you have to, you the have alcohol. to do more, right? You have to do more than just uh, do that, and you need to have friends. You need to get out. So he believes, so each one of the main characters believes that someone that is important in their life brought them, uh, sent these boxes to them for this adventure. And that's why they don't think it's weird. That's why they're open to this adventure, because it's coming from either a friend, family member, or an employer. Right. Or somebody uh, they know. Someone they know. Right. right? They believe. So they wind up in the room, and you've seen this in the uh, preview, so uh, no spoiler. They wind up in the first escape room. Right. And... They find out that the receptionist is fake and the room is heating up and they have to find a way to get out the room and then they wind up in another room. So you've seen you've seen the the, the first few rooms that they uh, enter into. You've right. seen that. So there's no mystery there. There are many other rooms they enter Many also. other rooms they enter also. Um, the, the main point of the story is to show how people in a stressful situation can begin to work together to uh, survive a situation. Like a social experiment. The stressors of the situation continue to get harder and harder. Then you start to see where people will veer off and then begin to um, turn on each other. The true character. The true character comes out. Right. Absolutely. So this is what um, what the story 
uh, opens up, and this is what it's about. Now, the suspense of the film. Well, well let's go through the pacing. Opening up the story, you, you, you see the main protagonist, and then you see the main supporting cast, and then you see the secondary supporting cast. So as it's introduced, her dramatic need is to uh, be more outgoing oh, yeah. for the person, the dramatic need for uh, the Ellis, Ellis' character is to, um, he always wants to win. Right. So he takes this on because he thinks it's a, it's a reward yeah, for challenge. him. And he thinks it's a challenge and he thinks he can win this $10,000. Right. And then the uh, Miller's, Miller's character, uh, his thing is to overcome his dependency on alcohol, and he feels that his boss is right. helping him become more of a social butterfly right. so that he will open up and For be career able advancement. to career advancement. He'll be able to open up and then thus be able to be in the front of the store instead of in the back of the store. Right. So these are their dramatic needs. Well flushed out the dramatic needs of the characters. Now, the secondary characters, which are three, um, which yeah, I'm just going to call her True Blood. She, <laughs> Deborah Ann. <laughs> I'm just going to call her True Blood. That's why. I, I mean, that's remember. better to me. I kept seeing Game of Thrones. No, 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 no. True, True Blood. I'm going to call her True Blood. Her dramatic need is to overcome her fear because she was in war. Right. So they show you, so you, you don't see, you don't get to see what their hangups are, the second, the secondary supporting right. cast until they're already in the action. Right. For, um, for who's the, who's the next person? Um, uh, for, uh, for Tyler. For Tyler, his character, his dramatic need is he has to overcome claustrophobia and the fear of dying because he was in, um, the coal business, mining business, and something happens, and he survives, and others don't. And then for the uh, uh, Nick, Nick character, his is not really ever flushed out until after he's gone. So you have to see the film to understand what was going on with him. But he until is, he's gone through the adventure. Until he's gone through the adventure, so you have to uh, really uh, uh, watch the film, and then it's kind of fleshed out to you that way, right? Right. So, as far as them setting up the story, setting up, and within the pacing, because the movie is moving constantly, and within the movie you're seeing flashbacks that tell the secondary. Sporting cast characters situation, right. Right. and also you see the flashbacks where they tell you the um, primary characters' uh, situations. They flesh out more why they are the way that they are. Right. Beautiful film making. I give the director a one. I know he's had sit sit in the editing booth and also edit the piece. So. 
beautiful filmmaking on his part, beautiful storytelling all the way through. There, there's no doldrum time in it where it slows down. As yeah, because you find move. yourself sitting there, because it's like, you know, the, the escape room is a puzzle, right? You're trying to figure out. So as a viewer, you're trying to figure out the puzzle, you know, to help them escape, you know. So, you know, they'll give the clue to characters. And while they're trying to figure it out, you're watching the film, looking at everything in the room, trying to help them figure it out before time would expire and something happens to them. So you are definitely, it's like uh, one of those, you remember those adventure books yes. when you were younger and then you read the book and then you have to turn the page six or seven or eight for this adventure to happen, I kind of felt like that watching this film because it's just like, okay, they better, you know, maybe if they do this, you know, they solve one puzzle and then this happens and then then they do something else and then this happens. So you're definitely... um, It's definitely you're choosing your own fate. That's that's what those books were. Choose your own fate. Choose your own path. And um, that's the way... It, 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 it unfolds in the story. So the storytelling, uh, beautifully done, the um, lighting and the color schemes to tell the story, to show emotion, excellently done. The um, the puzzles. The puzzles. I said I'd be in trouble. The puzzles are so... <laughs> Okay, let's be true about this. The way I see sort of puzzles unfolding, it would just so happen that the way that they found those things, I don't believe that that would happen. I really don't believe that they would have found uh, those clues and the different uh, 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 keys that could unlock something. I don't think that they would find it that easily. You know what, I think... Because without telling the film, you understand why those particular six people were able to um, solve the different puzzles because it was tied into their life, right? So just any Joe Blow off the street that wasn't tied into the reason why they were there wouldn't be able to figure it out. So it was set up kind of for them to figure out because each puzzle had something to do something with, had to do their, with life, their life, within their life. So, but yeah. I, I believe it's like just so happenstance, things happening. The way that the lead character found some things in the in the first initial room, right? I thought that that to oh, me, to right. me, they would have burned. I, I, I think that if yeah, there were six people in there, I think. Fahrenheit, you saw that in the preview, so Fahrenheit. Right. Uh, and the trade. You saw that, so that's right. no uh, 450. I mean, you would have um, you would have burnt, right. I, I, I believe. But the way they, but at the same time, they made it believable. So the right. cuts and the edits on it okay. made you then believe right. that that could possibly be happening, right? right. right. So it's believable. Right. All right. Um. Back to the puzzles, though. Each one of the puzzles, incredible. Uh, trying to find your way out of these mazes, and then uh, through these puzzles, 
showing you the character uh, traits of each character and their uh, tics, their 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 psychotic or social tics that show that they are not what they say they are. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. That that I'm covering the truth about who these people are, right? Um, beautifully done, outstanding, right? Beautifully done, outstanding, uh, well worth uh, seeing and watching. Go to the theater to see it. The uh, pacing, excellent. Um, editing, Just for entertainment, excellent. yeah. Sound quality, yeah. Always, always. Uh, Something that's most important, uh, very uh, well done, very well executed. Right. You will enjoy this film because it's a fun movie. If you know, you just want to kick back and just chill and watch a fun movie and all types of twists and turns and trying to figure it out. Trying to figure it out. You'll enjoy. And but it's not scary. Oh, no. It's not a salt. But someone told us. Yeah, as we walked in, in the they theater. it's kind of like salt. But yeah. what happens is, unlike salt, well, you have to see the film. Yeah. You definitely have to see the film. It's in the same vein as salt. It's in the same vein as salt, but it's more of a psychological uh, yeah. thriller where you're going to say, are they going to be able to figure it out by the end of the film, All right? It's not something like in Saw where the person is strapped down to something right. and then that's it. Uh, that's it, and then they just get drilled through and you just hear it. Well, then, you know, I don't want to tell the movie, but, you uh-huh. know, it's in the same vein as Saw. It's in the same Without thing. telling the movie. Without telling the movie. Because I was frustrated. <laughs> I mean, it's a good movie, but I was pissed. So, you know. Because just like, you know, uh, the escape room that you see on television, you know, reality TV. And like I said, there's one up the street that they just opened, and I'm like, oh, I want to try it. <laughs> but after seeing this movie, I'm like, so what if it's not like on reality TV? Fun, 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 <laughs> compared to this film. It was just horrific. <laughs> so It is horrific. It is horrific. You will be uh, right. challenged. You will say, hmm, maybe I might pass on that. Right. I might pass on uh, uh, doing the escape room. So what would you give? Okay, uh, the rating on escape room. I'm going to give it most, I'm going to give it a 10. Okay. It is well worth seeing. You will not be disappointed. The trailer does not give any credit to this film. Right. Right? And when we saw the trailer, we've been seeing the trailer for like six months. Right. right, and we saw the trailer, and I was like, eh, I don't know about this, but we said, well, let's go on ahead and see the film. Right. You know what I mean? And we were not disappointed. It right. was entertaining, well worth watching. Right. You will be uh, entertained. entertained. You will enjoy this film. So go see, uh, go see uh, Escape Escape Room. So what would you rate the film? Um. It was a good film. It was entertaining, but I would give it like a six point five. Oh my! That's not bad. Okay, okay. Let's break this down for a minute. What happened? What, what happened in your What happened in your viewing like, experience? 
you know what? All I have to say, part two, then it deserves a 10. But if there is not a part two, because the way it ends with the characters, uh-huh. like, you know, I don't want to get a movie like that. It's the way it ends. Yeah. So, so it's kind of like a. I, I took that out of my rating and just dealt I with a uh, body of Because film. I was invested in the characters in the film, and I'm just like. And they should have went another way at the end. They should have. So I'll take point. So it's a good film, and you're so invested, and it's just like, okay, well, come on, give a little bit more. Now, these people worked hard to get to where they are, and they went through hell. This is how, come on. Now, if there's a part two. I would like to see the character that survived in part two, right? I don't want to see a whole new film, part two, with a whole new cast. Well, it seems like it could be a franchise. I mean, it could be a franchise, but it has to be done smart because the audience isn't stupid. Right. So the two characters... I think that they um this should be a part two. Yeah, part two. Right. I agree with that. And then, you know, so if it's a part two, then hey. But if it's not, I just you know, it's a good film and in the end I'm like, what the hell just happened? It is not final destination, let me tell you that. Right. It is not final destination. Though they're a final destination. But they're 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 <laughs> It is not Final Destination, so we will tell you that straight up off the rip, right? But it is well worth seeing. Right. The way that the way that the film ended, I, I, I took it out because I did. They they assume uh, they assume too much, I believe, in the closing of the film. That they assume too much about its uh, initial success. I would say. And then it did well, right? Right. So and it did well. Yeah, yeah. It only cost uh, $9 million to uh, make. But I remember it, it did it was, well. It was $9 million to make, and it made like $45 million. Something like that. So that's, that's almost, uh, what is that? Uh, almost, uh, what is that? Uh, for, for the uh, for six, uh, five, uh, 40, seven, six, 48. That's almost six times. What it costs to uh, make it, they made six times of what it costs so, to make it. This so this is good. Part two. Yeah. So it's definitely worth seeing for yourself. Forty-five. Five times. Five times as much as it costs to make. And it kept me awake because <laughs> some movies will make will put you to sleep. Or, yeah. And this like, movie definitely. Like, let me tell you, uh, that movie, the movie we saw. I'm waiting for now that um, we saw. Replicas, and we, we already reviewed that in uh, episode 41 right. of the film review. I'm waiting for uh, John, Wick. John Wick to redeem uh, my, my redeem, uh, uh, I mean, not River Phoenix, but uh, a Keanu Reeves in my eyes, because that, that movie right there, maybe it's going to do good overseas, right? Yeah, so... Um, all right, so that is the review on um, escape room. Escape room. Now, 
The next piece up that we have is one that is uh, very interesting, to say the least, especially with what's going on in the uh, in politics today. Yeah. Um, and we saw this on, um, was it Netflix or was it? I think it's Netflix. Okay. Yeah, we saw it on Netflix. Yeah. So this is uh, Fahrenheit 11.9. And right. give me more information about that. Of course, another um, great documentary by um, Michael Moore, mm-hmm. um, who predicted that Donald Trump would become the 45th president. I do remember him saying that. He was on the different talk shows. And, and they laughed and they, at they him. They laughed at him. But we knew it too, right? Yeah, we knew it. When he came down the escalator, I said, they need to seriously take this guy serious. When he came down the escalator and said, what he said I said, this guy is going to win the election. I, I, yeah. I said it straight from coming down the steps. Because it was obvious. The if escalator. you watch the temperature, you know, in the country and the, and the different reporters would talk to the people, you know, to the American people, and people were saying how they were going to vote for Trump. And although, you know, uh, there we had people who were excited about Hillary, it just seemed like people were going it was believable way. that they would put Trump in office because, you know, you look at the lines, people had the Trump signs on television as well as in the area, and then you had people who said that they wasn't going to vote for Trump, you know, and you know in the back of your head, you're looking at them like, uh-huh, I know you're going to vote for Trump. He's just saying that in front of me. <laughs> so, um, you know, but Fahrenheit uh, 9-11 really hit it on the nose. It was really 11, good. 11 Oh, yeah, 11-9, say the back. Yeah. And um, it's, he, uh, he was right on point with what he uh, predicted. And um, still to this day, the media, they laugh and they... Yeah, they laugh at him and, and, and it's really, they should stop that because that doesn't work. That doesn't work with Trump. Ridicule does not work. He he has lived in in New York where they would ridicule him, have drawings on him. He loves it. So don't, uh, don't think that just because you're ridiculing this man, that's going to um, do anything. Do you? This is this is maybe the question that we ask today, and we're broadcasting, uh, simulcasting on Blog Talk Radio and also on Facebook Live. And this may be the question that we ask tonight for people to call in. Do you believe that Nancy Pelosi is the reason why uh, Donald Trump caved as far as? Uh, keeping the uh, government shut down. Do you believe that Nancy Pelosi was the reason why Donald Trump caved? Was her stance on it the reason why Donald Trump caved? I think number, it's the airline. The number is 213-943-3358. So that would probably be the question for tonight. Okay, so uh, 11-9 documentary. Okay, now at first when it was in the theaters, we were I was like, do I... Well, we were busy, yeah. but because when it was in the theater, that was the campaign season. No, it wasn't. Yeah, because you remember it came out the theater. No, 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 no. no, 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 no Which no. one was in the theater when Nina Turner? We love Nina Turner. Was in the city, right? And you remember because we was helping out with the campaign. 
And you remember uh, one of the uh, he had the other documentary out where he is that the one because she was like I'm gonna we were gonna see Michael Moore y'all want to go see it and we were just like no we no he was no that was the one where he was going around he had a thing where he was going around and put that out okay. where he was going around talking to the different people trying to tell them not to vote for Trump. It was okay. like a stand-up film okay. where, where he went around talking to people. This okay. film okay. Uh, came primary, out right? well, yeah, they came out a couple of uh, months ago and was in the theater and we were seeing it and I was like, well, you know, do I want to see another film because we know how it all went down. Right. Pleasantly Pleasantly surprised, Fahrenheit 11.9 is much more than a Trump bash fest. Yeah, it it was, um, it told a lot. You know, it it told a lot. And um, so, I don't know. What stood out to me was um, in uh, Detroit, right? With the war and Flint. We got to be. Oh, yeah, specifically specifically in Flint, Michigan, right? right. So, what stood out to me was that, like the whole water situation. I'm glad that uh, Michael Moore covered that, but I I do remember Michael Moore, um, he was on television and he was really, really, really riding for Flint and he was trying to draw attention to Flint as well as like other celebrities you know, who was trying to draw attention to, because it was just a lot going on. And um, speaking of that, Rachel, Rachel broke this story, the Flint story on her show, Rachel Maddow. And um, so Michael Moore covered it. So um, we knew what happened with the the governor, and um, but just seeing the documentary and the behind the scenes and how it was, intentionally done is horrific. Now, this that's just a piece of the documentary because this documentary covers, like, other areas. It covers, like, the Trump campaign, what happened in Flint, um, as what well as what happened with Hillary. I mean, just everything. He covers uh, a lot. Bernie, like, like everything. But for me, in that documentary, because I didn't know President Obama went to Flint. Because <laughs> when that, well, when that happened, that was during uh, his presidency, right, President right, Obama. Right, right. President. So, so before we get to that, let, let's back up. Let, let's talk about how mm-hmm. Michael Moore even ties in right. Flint okay. to Donald Trump, right. because this is what uh, 11-9 is about. Right. The governor of Flint is a longtime friend of Donald Trump. Also a person who not a surprise. Also the one who contributed to his campaign. Yeah. Right? Now during during this film review we have learned a lot. When we went to go see Vice, we got to see how the government actually works. Like when you learn about Cheney, he was an aide to Donald Rumsfeld right. at first when he was a senator, right. Right? right? And then as it goes along, he goes up the line, and right. then when it's time to reciprocate right. the favor, he brings Donald Rumsfeld yeah. back in. So right. it's always the same people who are in the same circle, group, 
the same circle of people. Now, right. Donald Rumsfeld was around Nixon. Yep. Who else right. is around Nixon? Oh, boy, today. What's his name? Uh, Stone. Yep. Roger right? Stone. Roger Stone. Right. He was around Nixon. Right. Roger Stone has been a longtime friend right. of Donald Trump, which makes right. you wonder, right. was Donald Trump just faking being a Democrat all the time, or does it, it doesn't matter if it's Democrat or Republican, right. it's all two sides of the same coin. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Right. So Roger Stone is in the news. Uh, the governor of Flint, Right. Was cool with Trump. You see, you see, all these it's people all intertwined. are all intertwined, and it goes back to Nixon. And that's that's what's good about watching these documentaries and these political films because this is stuff that you don't read in the history books. You know, this is stuff you don't read, you don't learn in in, in social studies and civics in college and high school, and this is stuff that they don't show you on the news. They don't show you because they took right. civics from out of school. So, you know, social studies and civics, well, you know, that's just out the window. I mean, right. Most people don't even know how the government actually works. But right? you watch documentaries? Yeah, watch the documentaries. And you learn a lot from watching the documentaries. Yeah, you learn a lot. <laughs> this is crazy. You just... You know, whenever you get to the yeah, truth... Yeah, get to the truth, they cut you. Social media. This is, this is uh really weird that they would do that and they would cut us they just cut us off of Facebook as we were talking about um, what was going Politics. on they just, they just cut us off it's weird so we're talking to you on uh, what's the name but we're no longer simulcasting because they cut us off of uh, the really really weird really 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 weird here. If you're not talking ignorance then, then or if you're not talking hate, then they cut you off the social media. Right, right. Put this back up, start it back. All right. All right. For some reason they cut us off of Facebook, so we're coming back to you right now. Uh, lives because they cut us off on the first feed. It wasn't even an hour. Yeah, like I said, if you're not talking hate, if you're not talking hate a hate group, or if you're not talking ignorance and coning, then they want to cut you off from social media. Yeah, so I mean, they they, they cut the feed and we weren't even, we weren't talking, uh, we weren't cursing. Speaking truth. Speaking truth. And they Cut the feed, so you're not supposed to speak truth. You only supposed, supposed to, to supposed to just talk. Right, be deaf, dumb, and blind. Yeah, just talk stupid stuff. Right. I guess, right. Hmm. But anyway. Anyway, so as so a, watch uh, the documentary. Uh, you learned a lot. Right. So the Michael Moore documentary, Fahrenheit 9/11, was a huge eye opener. opener. All of these things, are you learn how, um, how uh, politics is done right. with the people, right? You learn how how it's done, how it's played, right. what they're doing uh, to the people. It's really, really a um, it's really a, a interesting and weird type of uh, situation. I, I we're kind of rambling a little bit because I'm trying to get this back up here on. Uh, 
back up here on uh, Facebook and trying to put it through. But anyway, so let, let, let's keep talking here while this figures itself out. So okay, when we are back about, live. Yeah, the Roger. Yeah, we were talking about Roger, uh, Roger Stone, right? Through. All of them, all of them are connected. It's, it appears through Nixon. That's that's where it, where it all appears to. So Trump, all of them are connected through um, Nixon. through Nixon, and through watching Vice, you see how this actually works. How everything is done. How it uh, how it affects people and movements and stuff. Now, most people would have said. We don't like, uh, most people would have said, well, we don't like what Nixon did because he was uh, on the verge of being impeached, Mm -hmm. and he resigned, and then he was pardoned by Ford, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to go back to, and this is why I say that the media is uh, complicit in this. Originally, all they told you about Roger Stone was that Roger Stone was Donald Trump's friend. Donald, uh, Roger Stone gets indicted over these last few days ago. And then all of a sudden they bring you out full packages edited up telling you the history of uh, Roger Stone. They tell you then the history and they're telling you that he's um, connected all the way back. Right? So when you watch Fahrenheit 11.9 you find out that uh, here, here's uh, Trump, right. and he's connected to the guy who wanted to put in another pipeline coming from the Fresh Great Lakes. That's how uh, Flint, Michigan was getting its water through Lake Michigan, which is a fresh water bank. But instead, they switched it over to the river because they had to switch over to the river because they wanted to have time for them to drill this pipeline and say that they really needed this new pipeline just to make money, right? Just his cronies wanted to make money. And he, uh, they, they do this, and then all of a sudden, Legionnaires disease, uh, the, uh, the river um, corrodes the pipes and then brings lead into the pipes, and then there's a whole group of, of uh, poor of black people and then poor whites that could not get out who are affected by this affected by the uh, water, right? right? By the uh, situation with the water. So, mm, this is so weird. You will not let me write. But anyway, um, so, uh, it's, it's a whole group of people that are affected by this, mm-hmm. and it brought about because of greed and people wanting to um, drill another line from the water, right? So this is what you learn in uh, eleven nine through um, the the this documentary about uh, Donald Trump. That's what you find through eleven nine. Now yeah, his connection. His connection. So. Every story that they tell in 11.9 is a connection. Now, remember when they talked about how President Obama's line was somehow connected to Brad Pitt, that Dick Cheney 
and President Obama, when they did the Twelve of the Mouth, they somehow are connected through bloodline, through relation, through relatives. They they are relatives, right? So when you get to um, talking about you know all this traces back to Nixon, right? So when you get to it, then you start talking about um how when President Obama came. Now, we talked about this in my last uh, Crazy Topic, uh, Crazy Talk, Crazy Topic show, which comes on every Thursday at 11 a.m. And the feed cut on that on Facebook. So I don't know what, what this is all about. The feed cut oh, you then. know what it's all about. Yeah, yeah, the feed cut then. <laughs> but President Obama goes to Flint, Michigan. Now, America. you have to see... 11-9, because right. this is very important to understand politics. You have to stay true to the political. Now, let me break off a minute. If we were talking ignorant and we had uh, some uh, black folks fighting, right. I mean, n- the signal would never be cut. Right. But because we're talking true indeed, Realism. That, you know what I mean? And, and really what it really boils down to right. is, People really don't have time to go out and investigate this stuff, so nothing will really change, but it's good for people to be aware of what what's really going on, right? But you're going to go on ahead and cut it up. It's just ridiculous. But anyway, so, I mean, I wonder what was the key word that we said. We have to go back and watch and listen to the key word. This happens uh, like it is radio. Whenever there's a key word said, they, they cut the feed. And like it is radio is um, a conscious. That's right, conscious. And, 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 right. and whenever there's a certain Great word stuff. that they don't want heard, right. they cut the feed. Okay, right. so look. If you're not talking ignorance, then cooner. Yeah, if you're not talking ignorance, then all of a sudden, you know, right. they're uh, not, you know, right. they're not, uh, they're going to cut the feed on you. Yeah. But if you're talking ignorance, they're going right. to stay with it to the very end. I mean, they got all kinds of videos up with women getting beat up and Dudes getting beat up, all, Rakes and all kinds of stuff. They'll say that shit it's over and that, it's over. that all over and over and over right. again, and it's the weirdest, right. the weirdest thing. Right. But people, so I just had to get that off real quick. Now, the the point of all this is, are you able to type now or no? No, I just I now? put it in comments so people can understand what's going on here. Okay. So I put it in comments and so people will uh, see that it's part two. Okay. I've been trying to draw to let them know it's part two so they can see it once and we'll watch it and come on right. and continue. I am highly disappointed right. in the box that uh, Facebook has. Oh, you can't God. talk about anything. But anyway, we're not saying anything negative. We just kicking, big we're just kicking big facts. We're just kicking facts. Now, Are they look, big I, guess, I guess that's what you could call it. But anyway, listen. I'm so disappointed. But anyway, because we had a robust situation going on, we had just okay. Let's get back to okay. Let's get back to the get back to the truth. Okay, so look, so you tie all this together. What's happening with uh, Roger Stone? Right. And you know that Trump and them were friends. You know, Roger Stone goes all the way back to Nixon, which means that somewhere that the governor of Flint at the time, he's no longer governor, they voted him out. But he got his money now, I don't believe. That's my opinion. Uh, 
he somewhere goes he goes back somewhere and it's probably connected somehow when you go back. Right. So this is why the media is disingenuous. Right. They tell you first that uh this is nothing but Roger Stone is nothing but Trump's friend. Right? As soon as this indictment comes He's down and they arrest the him, right. then they tell you all about his past and how far he goes back. You could have told the people that from the very beginning. Yeah, they tell you a little bit. Turned, yeah, the documentary but, goes. But the media, right? The media, to me, just my opinion, right? Are co-conspirators? Are co-conspirators? They want this to happen because right. it's dollars. And it's a story Trump for them. is dollars story. one thing, right? And two, whoever is writing the copy is the one that's in control. Right. So whoever writes the copy for the right. talking head to say, right. they will say it with no complaint, with no with nothing. They will say it. It will be put across to the people, and I don't care if it's FOX right. or if it's MSNBC right. or if it's CNN or any of the A through Z. They are all there, no matter if they consider themselves conservatives, kicking the conservative uh, uh, right, right, or if they uh, uh, kick the liberal left. They are all they are all um, in it together, just like the, in my opinion, the Democrats and the Republicans are two sides of the same coin, and it does not matter. Just like they decided to give us. This time, remember now. If you listen, oh, if you listen last year, we had a podcast myself and Franklin G called "Nothing But the Facts." I and mean, when you go back and listen to "Nothing But the Facts," it's available on Vimeo on demand to listen to the different episodes. Also on uh, SoundCloud, uh, SoundCloud Crazon uh, Dash Dion. C-R-A-Y-Z-O-N-E-Y-O-N. You can go back and listen to those. We talked about Kamala Harris or Kamala Harris or however they pronounce her name, and we talked about her. We said, are you going to vote for Kamala Harris? That's that's what I asked because that's who they're going to put up for us next to vote for. She's next. She's going to be like the Obama... And sure enough, she releases on well, you Dr. Martin Luther Jr.'s right. right. birthday. She announces, right? right? But she's not talking anything that Martin Luther King today would be talking. Right. You understand what, I'm, what I mean by that? So it is amazing. It is an amazing and crazy situation that you see happening. Right. Um, with this, with this whole situation that's happening, right? Right. And she's she's being propped up to be the next coming of uh, the next coming of President Obama, and we're supposed to go hook, line, and sinker and vote for this woman. To me, she's no better us than Hillary Clinton was. That's or, the truth. Or Obama. Or, or, or now, now that we find out that uh, what Obama was really well, doing. After seeing a documentary. <laughs> you know, after, after seeing what that. What happened? 
And Obama did and planned. Let's talk about that for a minute because we, we, we got off on a tangent because they kind of threw us off our flow here with all of this uh, cutting the signal. And they just cut right out. It didn't even give a warning. You better hurry up because it's going to cut you off. Yeah, it's going to cut again. Obama goes to Flint right now. This is at the end because this is close to the end of his situation. He goes to Flint. It took him a while to get to Flint. Flint took him a while, took arguably took him a while. So he gets there, and he's, he, at first they have the governor at the time come out and speak, and everybody's booing him, right? And they said, we want Obama, forget you. Yeah. So then Obama comes out. Everybody's cheering in class. That's right. And he comes out, and he's talking, and somewhere within his talk he says, well, I need to uh, get a uh, – a uh, uh, glass of water. Okay, Give before water. you get to that, the governor of Flint had a glass of water on television. Right, and said he was going to drink. And he wanted a glass the people of, of Flint to know, right, that the water was safe to drink. So the governor of Flint at the time, at the time, this is prior to this is before Obama came. Okay, so to Flint. So the governor takes his glass of water and he puts it to his mouth. He doesn't drink the water. He puts it to his mouth and he puts it down. Okay, the water is safe. Okay. Just to give you a picture. Forward it, Obama goes to Flint and he comes out on stage and everybody's cheering and like, oh, Obama's here. He's going to be our savior. He's, he's going to take care of this. He's going to gonna speak out against uh, this treachery that's happening to us, and then Obama does the same thing the governor of Flint does, and then yeah. right, and then the the governor is standing is there with Obama, and I'm thinking, why is Obama there with this dirty governor? <laughs> and then so and so, in the end, he does the, the woman, same thing as the governor, and the woman says he was my president. You see yeah. what I'm saying? People were disappointed. So, because what Obama did was, he, he, what did he say? I'm thirsty. Can I'm I get thirsty, a drink? I'm thirsty. I feel a little far, And then far so as... he takes his water, and same thing as the governor, puts it up to his mouth and removes it. And I'm thinking. If you drink a glass, if you're thirsty and you're parched, you would drink at least half of the water. Just, if it were me, I would have said, drink the whole but thing. But the, but the point is, is the point is, is that. The governor had did that. After the governor did that, they still they ran tests, and it showed that there was still a high lead in the water that had killed multiple people and, po- and poisoned multiple people and children. Some died, some were poisoned, and, you know, the poisoning would eventually lead to death and then sickness and illness. Now, this is still all after the governor put the water up to his glass of water up to his mouth. Right, so then we know after the test was run had been ran that it was still poisonous. So then Obama comes, does the same thing, and then after Obama does that, still the water is poisonous. I thought that was some dirty shit. That was some dirty shit. He knew that the water wasn't good. He stands there with the governor, and these are the people who put you in office. So I'm sitting here thinking all of the people that's in the office. That was in the audience. Poor black, white, Hispanic, um, Asian, different, different uh, religions. You know, in that all community, in that all clapping and Trump. happy because yeah. all believing in Trump. Sorry, all happy. Obama. When they, yeah, all happy when they see Obama. 
and he stands there beside the man that they're protesting, the governor, and trying to get him out of office, and they're trying to bring charges on him. Because when you see this documentary, you'll see that all of this treachery shit was done on purpose. There's a fucking paper trail. Where yeah, they let me say allegedly. Allegedly, they show will a paper trail that shows that because of money, they intention they they redid the pipe from the fresh water in Michigan. From where did it come from? The sewer. <laughs> it came from the river, and they show you the river, and you see that this river the has river all kind of brown with debris all in it. So this is the it's brown. Oh, the kicker. Right. The kicker. They do the pipes now. Wait a minute. They set the pipes in while the river is brown with debris. And Obama is backing this shit? I'm like, what the hell is this? But, but here's Th- the that changed my opinion completely. The, completely. The, the river water. Completely. The governor changed the line on the GM plant that was there. Oh, because, yeah. That's the kick. Because. Of the poisoning. Because, 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 because right. not because of the poisoning. He didn't care about well, that. Well, the people made up. It was no, resting no, out no, the engines no, no, of the no. car. It was, co- it was, the, it was uh, Corrosion. corroding, and it was decaying the metal. Right. It was causing the metal to deform and decay the river water. In and Flint. he said, wait a minute. So they, can't that. It. So they changed it back to Michigan. the Flint, Michigan water right. system. Right. But the people who had to drink they didn't the water, bathe in the water. Right. Uh, water their grass with it, right. wash their car with it. Right. You know, they say, nope, you, 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 the water's still good enough for you to drink, but not good enough but for the GM plant. But they changed it when GM made a lot of noise. Just for the GM plant. Just for the GM plant, but they left it the same for the people, and then, and then Obama backs this shit. And then you just have to watch 11, 9, and you this is why, listen, I have been And this, excuse me, but this is just like not coming from out of our mouths. You actually, you see it. Watch the documentary. You you see Obama drinking the water, standing there with the governor and all of this treachery. All this shit is in the 9, is with the 9-11. What's it? 11-9. 11-9. In Fahrenheit, 11-9, Michael Moore's documentary. It'll blow your mind. Mm-hmm. Listen, I have been registering people to vote since I was 19 years old. The first, the, the first person I ever voted for was Clinton. I voted for him twice. Right. Right? So we went through Clinton. Right. Then after Clinton was Gore, Gore law. Right. Right? Then after Gore, right, right. then we had, then we had uh, what was his face? Uh, a dude that looked like, in my opinion, a horse face because his face work. Uh, dude was married to the Hershey woman, Hershey air John woman. Kerry, right? John Kerry. Went through him. He lost. That put Bush in there for eight years. Right. Then, finally, after all the time of fighting and working right. for it, they came and they gave us President Obama. And they said, this is the man that's going to do this. But he never, ever brought an agenda about and, – and remember, the CBC, you know, though the CBC really – they have been there for quite – a long time, and people in the CBC down Shirley Chisholm when mm-hmm. she was running right, they were, they come to find out to be right about President Obama that he doesn't come from the same lineage line. Therefore, his thought process is different, right? right? Uh, 
they would have they were right about that. Uh, come to find out. Yeah, because um, Tavis Smiley Cornel and West. Cornell West were right. Because about after that. saying that to me it seemed as not seemed as if <laughs> it was as if uh, you know, Obama came out and then it's like he's looking at the people in the audience as those people. Those people may be poisoned, but I'm on the side of this Republican governor. Allegedly. And, and big business is how it came across. Big business. Because he um, kind of, what is it? The governor says the water is okay, guys. So I'm going to show you that the governor is right. So I'm going to drink the water just like the governor just did. Even though the governor set up the pipes from this dirty, filthy uh, uh, river with debris in it. And, you know, they also tell you in this documentary is money behind it, you know. So it's a money grant at the expense of all of these people who stood in line for hours and hours to put President Obama in office under the guise that he was a a black man who had the same tent, same hue as us, but as far as mind and thought process about the people, it's a, it's a me and them thought process because he didn't care about the people who put him in office. He, it, it appears. It appears. All these babies and, and adults, and they show these people of all ages and races and dying or poison and and then you're gonna you're and, you're, and, and, and it will be it will cause behavioral situations and you know that they're creating the uh, prison pipeline and, right. and the, the privatized prison so that right way, the it would seem kind of sinister and seem like well you know what lead does so behavioral problems people would then become kind of deep and then okay. thus they will wind up in the prison so you can look at it like that possibly and then to put put to put what salt on an open freaking wound when the press when obama leaves flint then they turn what detroit into a uh grounds for um no 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 they did that first they did they did the uh, uh emergency zones i forget what they call it but they they had uh different people taking over the cities Taking them Dropping bombs governors. and shit. And oh, no, that was Flint. What? That was, that was still Flint. Flint. Not Detroit. You remember that was Flint. Left, as soon as he left, they, they used turned it into Flint. A, they uh, used the abandoned training. school buildings right. and the abandoned buildings and neighborhoods. military training as right. if they were over in Iraq somewhere. Like None of this hit the, the news. news. And we watched the news. Which would make you wonder. It was intentionally if, not if when news. when they were doing the military exercises out in Texas, and the people were complaining, the the people who were more on the uh, uh, militia group side, right. the uh, Tiki Torch side, right. when they were complaining about it, you know, it hit the news because they were complaining about it. But in Flint, it didn't hit the national news right. that this was happening. It makes you wonder if. The people who had the tiki torches and the ones who are conspiracy theorists on that side, the Alex Joneses, right. et cetera, et cetera, if they're right. not actually on to something, right. though, in my opinion, they are bigots right. and racists and eugenicists. And are, maybe they are on to something right. here. Now, have you noticed that 
They haven't cut our feed so since we've been you talking about President Obama. They said, that's right, Negroes. You better hurry up. Talk, Get about, it out. talk about black people. Get it out. Don't worry. We're coming right here. Go ahead. Um, the people uh, in Flint, right? So they're dropping, like, bombs and all of this training, you know, and they're actually, you're actually seeing it, like, in neighborhoods, right? So I'm like, let's say we're sitting here right now doing this broadcast and like next door I hear like a, a, a bombs and all this kind of shit going on. That's what was happening in Flint. So they actually was uh, talking to the people who um, were upset and concerned and protesting about the water. Not only that, they're explaining to you what's going on in their house. They said all of a sudden, you know, they're, the, the, the uh, furniture is shaking, glasses are breaking at, at night. night. Like, they felt like they were in, in, a war in a war zone, you know? I mean, it's crazy. I mean, PTSD, post-traumatic stress right here in the neighborhood, not overseas, here. You know, they're dealing with dirty water in which the, the governor uh, approved, um, and then the president of the United States, who they helped put in office, um, uh, shook the hands and 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 smiling and joking about the dirty water with the governor and siding with the governor and then you know then all of a sudden at night you're trying to sleep and then you're hearing bombs and then you turn you find out that the government uh, approved by the president have turned your neighborhood into a training ground where bombs are being dropped. What the fuck? Mm. And that's something. And then here walks in Camilla Harris, who was um, pretty upped by President Obama, but not a mentor of his. Because when he was in office, a mentee of his, yeah. He's nobody's mentor. Oh, yeah. Well, because while he was in office, they showed um, him in her state and with her a lot and out speaking. And when she was running, they were together. And so out comes him, in comes her. But see how politics. Are you kidding me? See how politics runs, people. You have to go see Vice. You have to go see Vice for more. It is not. They right. they they claim it to be a comedy, it but not. it is not a comedy. Right. And it shows you through. Maybe they're masking it as a comedy. So we'll say it's a comedy. So go see Vice. Go see it. And Fahrenheit uh, Because it shows you how government sets up and how the. European American works with the same group of people and how politics crosses over. What you learn from what uh, President Trump is doing is that politics crosses over because right. he was always said to be right. a Democrat, but right. Hillary was a Republican before right. she was a Democrat. Right. She switched over to Democrat for expediency of right. pushing through. Well, yeah, I was and surprised advancing. to find out right. that she was a Republican. So what you find out is that yeah. uh, when you trace it back, these people are cross-pollination. It's kind of like when people go to court Right. And the public defenders, right. not to say nothing bad about public defenders, but right. they are going to lunch with the people who are trying to send you away to prison. How could you really trust, in my opinion, just my opinion, how could you really trust a public defender? Unless you're one that's on BET's In Contempt, which was a wonderful show. But anyway. Yeah, if you were fictitious, <laughs> fictitious. like that. 
then yeah, you know, you could be um I mean you could be believed. Okay, people. So look. They didn't cut us off when we were talking about uh, President Obama. I mean, it was sad. My it, eyes was watery when I saw that. But, I'm but, like, not President Obama. <laughs> they, they cut us off when it when it got to uh, talking about um, when it got to talking about uh, uh, Trump and his connection in with the people. Well, let me tell you something, people. We are not people who who bag on black people. Like Obama did his job, he's done, but we cannot afford as a people to have that done to us again. again. You know what What's I mean? What's the same? Fool me once. Uh, fool me twice, shame on, on me. Fool me twice, shame on you, right? The other way around. Oh, what's your error? Shame on you. Shame, shame on me you. twice. Shame, shame on twice. Blame, uh, fool me twice, shame on me. That's right. right. It's the other way around. Right. You are exactly right. Listen. Right. If we get fooled again, because they're pushing the because they're pushing that she's a woman, she's a black woman, but yet she's not really in the lineage line of what it is. What we want. Well, first of all, she identified herself as Indian. She she did, and then what what? And then now that she's in office, it's convenient. So now she's dancing to Cardi's being pandering the way Hillary did with the damn hot sauce in their purse. You know, because Beyonce mentioned hot sauce in her song, and I mean, she, I mean, it's insulting. Don't insult me. We're we are intelligent people. Don't insult us. Don't with the with the rap music. And then I was highly insulted the other night when uh, what's her name, Camilla Harris, uh, was shout out to Fife listening to the song. I'm like, girl, do you not know he's dead? Your people told you to shout out to. You know, you're dancing to, to Tribe Called Quest, one of your favorite songs, and this and that. And then shout out to Fife. You know, they, they forgot to tell you he was dead. Okay, so listen. And, I mean, so that's, Fahrenheit uh, 11.9 is more than just that. But we had to really focus on Excuse that. me, but it should have been a rest in peace, Fife, if you were truly a Tribe Called Quest fan. If you were truly a Tribe Called Quest fan. Stop this. We're not stupid. Yes, we're not stupid. You know what I mean? Come on. Come on, like really, I, I need to really see, like. Well, we got, gonna, excuse me, but we what we gonna do, put somebody else in office and let nothing happen the same way we had a president in office that we all you know put in office when uh shit like with Trayvon and Tamir Rice and Michael Brown and 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 on and on and on and on and nothing is happening. Meanwhile, while you're in office, you're signing uh paperwork uh, bills. Uh, uh, to help the police department to protect them. Meanwhile, this is going on, but nothing to protect the civilians against police brutality. And while, you know, this is President Obama now. So that happened on his watch. So what's going to happen on her watch? More the same. Because I'm watching you on the Rachel Maddow show, and you're talking about you know, you said what your what your uh, platform is, and your platform you said is what um, immigrants, which is fine, and then um, uh, what is it, the LBG LGBT uh, community, Q. which is fine, right? But then you said nothing about black the black people. community, you know. So it's just like that. I'm like, damn, deja vu all over again. Like, you know, we all busting our ass to put everybody in office, but nobody is 
dealing with our issues, and we're putting a lot of money behind these different politicians the way a lot of money was put behind Obama, just like everybody else, right? Put a lot of money behind Obama, and everybody's issues was addressed except for ours. And people brought agendas to the table. Believe that. Don't believe the issues wasn't brought to the table. They I mean, weren't. Once they, once they bring in people like Common and I mean, not just for the performance times, no, not, not just for the performance times, but when they come in there talking about putting in an agenda together, how come the agenda was never done? It was just an appeasement. It was great. Kind of like with Trump, right? Entertainment and Jubilee is good, right. you know, for entertainment and Jubilee. You know, right. they did that on the plantation. We talked about that before. Right. They did that on the plantation to keep people pacified on a Sunday, have Jubilee, and you can dance, and the master be sitting out there watching you dance. Mm-hmm. But back Monday, we're going to knock your teeth off right. more and get to doing that before we get you the last Negro. So, right. I mean, that, that's what it's really about. So we need to see a person come up we that is flat- from... Yeah. Right. The lineage right. of people who were here. So that's on the agenda, like everybody else. Since we put money behind you, like everybody else, but go ahead. It's frustrating. Since um, we need to have a person in office that is put up that run. It comes from the lineage of people right. that were here. Uh, the Nation of Islam says 1554, 1619. Okay? This is. 400 years right now, right here, 2019, it's 400 years from 1619. We are in the thick of it, in the middle of it right now. This is a do-or-die situation. We cannot be duped again. We cannot have people who look like us. Like, everybody's got to wait their turn. Right. Okay, so we had Obama. He was, he was, his part of American side was uh, European-American. Right, his mother. Right. Right. His his black side is African. Right. Right? Okay. So now we need someone coming up. We don't need. Native. Sorry, sorry, sorry to say. That's right. Native black. We, we don't need to see Haitian or Jamaican or or, or any Caribbean or, or, or any kind of black or a mixture of black. We need someone coming up that. People have been here right. since 1619 or right. 1554. The people who actually who know the have struggle, understand the struggle, have gone through this. Right. We need at least a couple of though a couple of us right. coming through this, and then we can get to the people. Because why would you send in a group of people who don't know? Why would you want to elect a person just because? Or the color of their skin who doesn't know you. That that's kind of foolish. That's like kind of like how the people who elected Trump, Trump is a businessman, and these people are in need. They are uh, they are uh, in sick health, which I don't know why they would want to get a, a uh, get rid of the Affordable Care Act. Right. which they called Obamacare, right. and for some reason the Democrats couldn't message it better than what it was, let right. them know it was Affordable Care Act. They want the Affordable Care Act, but they right. don't want Obamacare. Well, Obamacare and Affordable Care Act, same thing. Right. Republicans just were using Who it because they, knew, for, because they knew he looked rich. He looked, looked out, out for the people. Because what happened yesterday, what I tell you, as soon as they said the head of the airlines was upset about what was going on, uh, I said Trump's going to... 
people, they made a big business, made a, tr- a phone call to Trump. Look, you messing with our money, the airlines. They said the Super Bowl was getting ready to be played in February. And what did Trump do? It opened up the airlines. That's right. So that's big business. That's, 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 that's his people. So, so no right. one called up for that question. So the answer to the question is, right. did Nancy Pelosi, did her stance cause Trump? The cave, like they've been saying on the media, oh, the big answer business. is no. Big business. It was big business to cut and say, okay, that's enough. Yep. You, know, you heard the people they had, because yep. they said, wait a minute now. Yep. The people, this is a, this is a democracy. Right. This is a republic that is a democracy. Democracy is a form of capitalism. Right. How? Capitalism and a democracy continues to run is the people who are in the middle and the lower levels right. to try to get to being like the people up top. Right. They live a certain fantasy, so they spend money, right. and it keeps the economy rolling because the rich save their money. Right. So thus, the people who are in the middle and in the lower level spend their money wanting to look as if they're rich, right. and that's the game. It keeps the, so it's a, it keeps the economy going. So when you 800,000 people of work, right, right, then, then and really it really begins to show. People often say the government isn't doing anything for us and we should make government smaller. Well, if you make government smaller, then 800,000 people will be yeah, out of a right. job. Because the which, everyday which person the is keeping the economy going, which helps keep the wealthy wealthy. Right. Because they're right. going, they're going to go shop at uh, Walmart. They're going to go Walmart. or Whole Foods. They're going to go North shop at all these wherever. different places, right? Wherever they're going to go and shop, right? Right. And they also and gonna have, they're also <laughs> going to have insurance to be able to go to the hospital, be able to pay their hospital bills, but if right. they're not working, they don't have Nobody, insurance. The money's not circulating. No money circulating. Right. So thus is so, boom. So now people finally get to see what right. government really does, does for them. Right. So they should, though, if you watch Vice and all that, you see how the cronyism right. is, but government work for the people, and that right. argument about government needs to be smaller. We should just right. wipe that out totally. That's why my that's favorite line, what did I tell you, Andre uh, 3000 and Outcast. Mm-hmm. What, did he, what does he say in the song? He said, he said we're, we're like neck to neck because if, if you, you don't, don't move, move your, your feet, feet, we don't eat, so we like neck and neck. neck. That's right. right. So don't think that I'm any better than yeah. you right. because if you don't, then it's the same thing with that. If you don't, rich people cannot they rich. can't rich, right? So the, people can't afford to buy the Louis Vuittons or the the Gucci's or or they can't get the Nikes or they can't even go they can't go to uh-oh. Target. Look, look at that. They yeah. cut. They cut. The rich can't say rich. They right. cut the feed. They cut the the, the, the rich can't say right because right. I mean it goes in a circle. Everyday person needs to work. I mean even if you know whether they're going to Walmart, whether they're going to Target, whether they're going to Smart and Final, whether they're going to Save a Lot, all these. Whole Foods, wherever you know, people need to work to keep the economy going. They need to get. They need to get those overpriced Jordan tennis shoes. They need to go to They're Amazon and make Amazon. That's right. Got to make Amazon. It goes in a Amazon, circle. So everything goes in a circle. Right. So rich people who are rich, you can't stay rich unless there's a consumer base. Right. And if the consumer base is if not working. None, and that's Reason what it is. Any money. So we want to shout out to the airlines because the airlines are really the ones that made it happen. 
It was, Hi, the, big, it was the big business yeah. that really made this happen. Because it I swear, what did I tell you? What I, as soon as it was on the news and they said the head of the airline and was, then all that, of a was sudden, he, he came out a few hours later all of a and came out there and said, it's over until <laughs> February 15th. I Way past, no, you know, right after Valentine's Day. Yeah. See, everybody got to get in their Valentine's Day candy. <laughs> they got to get all that out there. And then, you know, the economy will be robust for a while right. and then they, See the game? Game. See the game. It's about game, people. So, you know, this has been robust. we got 31 minutes left on the broadcast. Uh, this has been robust. You know, they, they cut our signal, you know, a couple of times here. Get we're talking real. real. Talking real. But listen. Get up and twerk. They want Yeah, no, no. We were twerking. <laughs> we were twerking or we were talking about battle of the sexes or anything like that. Then you know the the feed was. Well, I think it was one of the challenges. Look, look, Make up look, a look challenge. What they did, look, what they did. look, look, they keep they keep cutting off the feed, but it keeps coming back. So right. They say, "Oh my God, there's nothing really we can do about this." Look, right. it's a shame that you know this whole thing about what's going on on FB and on YouTube and other platforms right. where you cannot. Are you uh, talking about censorship? Well, you cannot express yourself and. People in particular are the ones that come up with the new ideas that move the music along, move the culture along. American culture is black culture, period. And it it takes seven years, and then you'll see something that we were saying in slang or the way we dress seen in a European-American movie as if it's brand new. So, you know, we are the ones that push this uh, situation along, and for them to cut the feed when the new creators are coming from out of that. Look, uh, um, what's her name? Uh, Issa Rae wouldn't have been around if they were cutting her feed for what she was doing on her on her uh, stuff that was on YouTube. Right. If they if they had cut her feed, she wouldn't be on HBO doing her right. doing her uh, shows now, right? Right. So it's just really. It's really sad um, what what they're doing, and, and, and it's wrong, and they got, they're putting people in place on these different platforms that don't know what they're doing, and they're bringing down the heavy hand that has always been brought down on black people by European-Americans. Just the way it is. So uh, in closing this out, this has been robust. Let me tell you, we still got to get a rating on 11.9. Fahrenheit oh, is not, right? Listen. Damn. But it is so much more than what we focused on talking about. Yes, it a lot lays, more in that documentary. It's a whole through line from the beginning, from Damn. when he came down the escalator, why he came down the escalator, all the way to the end of the documentary. Oh, we did. Do, we mentioned about how Trump also has a relationship with the governor. Also in Flint, right? Yeah, we, we said that, right. Him and who we said, Obama, the two, right? Right, right, right. And how Obama is actually related to Cheney and to Brad Pitt. Wow. Isn't that something? You know, swab your mouth, people. You, you find out a lot of things. So where does the loyalty lie? When it all depends on the loyalty lies for who raises you. Where's Nina Turner? And that, yeah, where's Nina? How come, how come uh, Bernie... Which, 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 which we were pushing for Bernie. Right. When we were there, we were uh, precinct captains at right. the 
at the delicate count and all that. But we will not be pushing for Bernie this time if Nina Turner is not. Right. Matter of fact, he should have moved out the way and put Nina Turner up be running as president. president of the United States. And she would have been getting in there. Matter of fact, I'm probably going to post on here uh, or on our next podcast or right. probably on here later after we finish. I'm going to post right. the interview that I did with her because she comes from Cleveland. She was our yeah. representative, right? Yeah. And she is for the people, is for the of people. the people. Her language and her thing, we may have come on Eloquent. different boats, but we are now all in the same boat, right. and boats rise right. with a, tie, with a high powerful. tide. So she has been the same person. Her message is the same, and she right. comes from us, right. and that's what we need. And when you come from us, right. unfortunately, you see, what it is is uh, Obama was really like a litmus test for European Americans because Obama came from both sides, right? So the story of what's happening is black people, because black is dominant, uh, 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 white is recessive, dark eyes, dark hair, dark skin, dominant, light eyes, light skin, light hair, recessive. We come from who we are, are a combination of both European-American and and people who were indigenous to this country. We are first here, okay? So... When it comes down to that, we are the embodiment of what will take America further. Right. Right? So, anyway, this has been brought to you by the Black Eyes Chronicles, uh, back in Cleveland DVD, hard copies available on lordlandfilms.com, also streaming on lordlandfilms.com. Don't forget to pick up the film review T-shirt available on lordlandfilms.com. You know, so pick it up, donation, helps us out, keeps this going. Okay, so what would you rate the film before we get out of here? Fahrenheit 11.9, I would definitely give it a 10. You have to watch it because there's a lot more information on the film than we um, could possibly cover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah it, well put together, definitely. I forgot because we've seen quite a few of Michael Moore's documentaries. Them, yeah, we've seen all of them. Yeah. But I was like, at the time, I was weary because, you know, they had – cheated Bernie out of the situation yeah. and oh you learn more about that oh, so yeah, you have to watch that eleven night. Mm-hmm. But so I was like, I don't feel like seeing this is gonna be a bash fest, but when it opens up right. you are pre- pleasantly surprised right. that it is not all a bash fest on Trump, right. that it is it tells, it has right. a through line, a beautiful narrative, yeah. uh beautifully Tell shot everybody beautifully researched right. Michael Moore, I give it a 10. Well worth seeing. Steve Vice, see Michael Moore's 11.9, and you will have a better understanding. And also, you need to see Front Runner. Right. Well, yeah. You have to see these. Jerry Hart, yeah. And, and, you know, uh, a lot of uh, some people have asked us, how come you're black and you don't just review black films? And we say, we are the embodiment of being black, us. Being on the screen is black, right? And you have to go out and see the films of the uh, still majority uh, 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 race in this country. There's only one race, but since they keep it, since they simplified it, let's just break it down like that. 
the majority racers because you have to go see their films to understand what's going on. Like, you would never think in Operation Finale, go watch that review, that they will have an anti-black theme running through a film about the Holocaust. But it was, and that's the way it is, and it's never explained, and the people who produced it never eradicate or get the mind to change in the film about the anti-black rhetoric that was put across in the film. And you would never know that if you don't go watch film. And that's another thing as we close out. Uh, next Thursday, we have the um, uh, Crazy Talk, Crazy Topic show. And what I'll be talking about is the uh, hetero by uh, uh, Homo, um, what is it? Hetero by homo, um, toxic, uh, uh, toxic black female sexuality is talking about always going at black men, right? So we're going to talk about that next Thursday uh, at 11 a.m. We're talking about that next Thursday. You need to tune in. All you have to do, I'm going to give you a hint a little bit of where I'm going with this. All you have to do, if you think it's so much greater on the other side with European-American men, black women, if you think it's so much better on the other side with that, you should just watch their films and see how they treat their women. You can just see, watch Porky and watch what they think. You can watch any horror film and see what they think and how their women are massacred because they can't, in my opinion, just by watching film, and film is a, is a direct expression of what's happening ever since D.W. Griffith came up with the modern way to cut film with Birth of a Nation. It has always been about expressing what is in the person's heart and in their vision. And when you watch film, you see what they believe. You see what they believe. Not to mention on the adult side, what they really believe about black women and what they do to black women on the adult side of things, adult industry, it is shameful. And if you think it's better, so we're going to be talking about that next week, next Thursday, about the hetero bi uh, homo uh, 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 toxic black female sexuality against black men. We're going to be talking about that, so you just come in and chime in on that. So mark that on your calendars. We have to talk about that because it's uh, getting out of hand and what's happening. We think R. Kelly is bad. Wait until we give you some examples uh, next Thursday about what's really happening. But go watch those films. So the main point, bringing that back around to what we're talking about, you have to watch other people's films to know what they think not only about themselves, but what they think about you. And so as we review the different films, of course, there are black films coming up, whole plethora of films coming up in February. February kicks off the films, and we're rolling, baby. And so we're going to be reviewing all of those films, and we're going to be reviewing more of the uh, majority culture films, too, because we are the embodiment of black, so we don't have to just do black films only, review black films only. So we just want to be clear about that. Why? Because the origin of all men comes from? Black people. 
So Africa. You, that's right. Because when you learn that the haberdasheries and the music, the classical music, and the, uh, it all came from. But anyway. And what did Nicki Minaj say? What did she say? She said, "All these bitches is my sons." Ooh. And so that's where. <laughs> so that's where we will leave it, people. Again, this was brought to you by the Black Ice Chronicles back in Cleveland DVD, which. Also, if anybody doesn't watch the Black Eyes Chronicles, you should because I have been on the cutting edge of talking about Me Too before there was a Me Too, right? But we need to have some responsibility and balance on what we do as individuals. And this is what the Black Eyes Chronicles tells that story right. from females right. that won the Silver the, the Silver Age Award at the International Las Vegas Film Festival right. all the way up to and beyond right. back in Cleveland DVD starring Poison Ivy right, right as the lead character, uh, as uh, Shawanda. So this, uh, get this, order this, and also don't forget to order the film review team, right, black with the white letters on uh, Lordland Films. Both are available on Lordland Films. We produce what entertains you, and we have all the different shows. We have, uh, again, this, the film review. We have uh, Crazy Talk, Crazy Topics comes on at 11 a.m. We have Crazy Bee Talks film production that comes on on Mondays at 10 a.m., then we have uh, Lord Lab Films mm-hmm. how-to series that's available on Vimeo. All of this can be heard on SoundCloud on the film review SoundCloud and also Crazy D, Lord Land, uh, Hip Hop, and Podcast, two different stations on SoundCloud. And, you know, Instagram, uh, Crazy D Film Dude, uh, Crazy D Film Dude, Twitter, Make sure you follow all those. Make sure you follow Crazon Dion. And then we're just making it happen for 2019. We appreciate all the people who tuned in. Uh, very, very disappointed in FB and their bots for cutting the signal. They cut the signal on us on something else the other day. They always cut the signal on uh, Like It Is Radio. And it seems like it's just the most mundane or uninteresting or most harmless stuff that they cut the feed on, but it must not be harmless, and that's why they cut the feed, because it must be kicking truth, and truth does have to get out to the people, even if the people aren't going to move on it. So that's where we uh, stand with that, and we are out of here for right now, and um, we appreciate you. Anything that you want to say before you close? No. Um, we'll continue to review all films, and discuss what's going on in the culture, music. That's it. That's right. So you've been watching the film review, movies, music, culture, and whatever else comes to mind. We are the husband and wife team. I'm Crazy D. And we review culture and movies, music, politics, and society. And we're going to close just like this. The film review, movies, music, culture, and whatever else comes to mind. Brought to you by LordLandFilms.com. The host, Crazy D and Tracy Dion. All music heard on the film review. Available on iTunes, Apple Music. Live stream recording and audio, Crazy Dion.
research on topics, Tracy Dion. The film review, movies, music, culture, and whatever else comes to mind, all rights reserved. LordlandFilms.com, copyright 2019.